It's Wednesday, August 9th, and this is Brian with the Morning News. Give us five minutes and we'll give you the headlines you need to know to be in the know. Weak Chinese export data, a dimmer financial outlook from UPS, and a credit downgrade for 10 smaller U.S. banks sent stock indices down on Tuesday. The S&P 500 lost 0.4% and the Dow Jones Industrial Average declined about 0.5%. The Nasdaq Composite lost 0.8%. The declines mostly negated Monday's blue-chip-driven gains and resumed the slide stocks have been on since the start of August. Government bond prices climbed, pushing yields down. The benchmark 10-year U.S. Treasury yield dipped below 4% but ended at 4.024%. Adding to Tuesday's caution, UPS lowered its financial forecast for the remainder of the year because of lower package volumes and fallout from its down-to-the-wire labor negotiations with the Teamsters. In other news, at least two people died as powerful storms ripped through the eastern U.S. Monday, resulting in hundreds of thousands of power outages and disrupting air travel. A 15-year-old boy from Anderson, South Carolina died after a large tree fell on him, and a 28-year-old man was struck by lightning during the storm Monday and died. The storms carried hail and lightning to communities across the eastern U.S. and resulted in hundreds of thousands of power outages Monday. By Tuesday late afternoon, about 180,000 customers were without power across Pennsylvania, North Carolina, Maryland, Tennessee, and Georgia. Repair crews made progress restoring power in many areas. Around the world, Niger's new junta refused to allow a U.S.-backed peace mission to visit from neighboring Nigeria on Tuesday, saying it could not assure their security in a capital whose roads are now barricaded by nationalist youth. The junta's snub of the delegation sent by other West African governments ratchets up the risk of a war between the civilian governments of coastal West Africa and the military regimes of the region's interior. Nigeria, backed by ten other civilian governments in the economic community of West African states, has threatened to use military force to oust the junta if its leaders in Niger will not step down. On Thursday, Nigeria will host an emergency meeting of West African presidents and foreign ministers to discuss its next steps. Niger's foreign ministry said that public anger against Nigeria for trying to reverse the coup would jeopardize the delegation's security. Back in the U.S., a 5-4 Supreme Court said Tuesday that federal regulations of so-called ghost guns would stand while the Biden administration appeals lower court orders finding that do-it-yourself firearms kits were not covered by the principal federal weapons law, the Gun Control Act. The Federal Bureau of Alcohol, Tobacco, Firearms, and Explosives issued a rule in 2022 applying the Gun Control Act to gun kits amid a proliferation of such kits being sold over the internet. After lower courts said the rule exceeded the government's regulatory authority, the Justice Department asked the Supreme Court to let the regulations stand while the litigation continues. Today's order, as is typical in emergency matters, was unsigned and provided no reasons. And, declaring it good not only for Arizona but for the planet, President Biden on Tuesday signed a national monument designation for the Greater Grand Canyon, turning the decades-long visions of Native American tribes and environmentalists into reality. Coming as Mr. Biden is on a three-state western trip, 
The move will help preserve about 1,562 square miles just to the north and south of Grand Canyon National Park. It encompasses canyons, plateaus, and tributaries that feed a range of plants and wildlife, including bison, elk, desert bighorn sheep, and rare species of cactus, and it is Biden's fifth monument designation. Tribes in Arizona have been pushing the president to use his authority under the Antiquities Act of 1906 to create a new monument called Ba'aj Nwa'avho Ita Kuvveni. Mr. Biden said the new designation would see the federal government live up to its treaty obligations with Native American tribes after many were forced in decades past from their ancestral homes. Now you know, and you're ready to go with the morning news. Share this with a friend and subscribe to us wherever you listen to your favorite podcast. You can also sign up for our newsletter at themorningnews.com. Thank you for listening.